Hey, Radiant Fire Radio. This is your host, Christopher, and I wanted to read an article to you that was posted by Salon. I don't know if this is a magazine. Um, some type of online periodical. But the author is Chauncey DeVega. Chauncey DeVega. Now, I don't know if that's a male or a female. Um, but there's something that uh, I long to see is journalists, journalism, who have an objective viewpoint. Now, you're going to see that this is probably a piece of satire written by Chauncey. Chauncey. It's not a it's not a journalistic article. Let me give you the title. Donald Trump rallies the troops in Phoenix. Unfortunately, that's not a metaphor. So the, the title drew me in. I was like, okay, this is interesting. Let me see what's going on here. I see what's going on here. <clears throat> Let's begin. Former U.S. President Donald Trump prepares to speak at the rally to protect our elections conference on July 24, 2021 in Phoenix, Arizona. The Phoenix-based political organization Turning Point Action posted former President Donald Trump alongside Grand Ole Party Arizona candidates who had begun candidacy for government elected roles, Brandon Bell. Thousands of members of the Trump cult waited outside for hours in the summer heat, you notice some of the language here, of Phoenix on Saturday before gaining entrance to a Turning Point USA event where their personal God and Savior appeared as part of his 2021 revenge tour. It was a political rally, a gospel revival, a rock concert, a carnival, and a family reunion all in one. Gotta love the journalistic integrity of Chauncey. As a show of loyalty to the Trump death cult, most of the attendees refused to wear masks to protect themselves and others from the coronavirus pandemic. And it's new even more contagious Delta variant. The Trumpists even went so far as to heckle the news media with chants of no mass. Um, you can kind of tell where this person's uh, viewpoint is, which is fine. They have a right to have their viewpoint. They have, they have the right to write articles any way they want to. They do. I, I've written a few articles and I've written them any way that I wanted to, and I will continue to do so. But there has to be some level of uh, honesty, integrity, in how, in how you write an article if you're claiming to be a journalist, you're claiming to be objective, you're presenting the information for everybody to, to see, to read, Chauncey DeVega? I don't know. 
you know, using terms like Trump death cult. Uh, you're trying to stir something up. You're trying to stir the pot. It's not politically correct. I know that there are people out there like this, Chauncey DeVega, who do these sorts of things. But this has made it to national news, this article. And they're looking for more people to write this way and to bring these types of articles to the forefront. Hey, he or she probably got paid very well as a result of this article. But is it not spreading hatred? Is it not showing disrespect for someone's viewpoint? Let's continue on. These are the people who recently described in a recent Washington Post essay by Michael Bender, who has spent considerable time among Trump's most diehard followers. Here, here you go. They were mostly older white men and women who lived paycheck to paycheck with plenty of time on their hands, retired or close to it, estranged from their families or otherwise without children. And Trump had, in a surprising way, made their lives richer. These are all slams against anyone who supports President Trump. I'm black. I'm not white. I do live paycheck to paycheck. I don't have plenty of time on my hands. Not close to retirement. I'm not estranged from my family. I don't see. <laughs> I just Trump did make my life richer. He put more money in my pocket. Ah. <sighs> I'm going to try to get through the rest of this. Because, you know, they're trying to say that Trump has made himself a god to these people, and these people have made Trump a god to them. And it's, it's not what's really going on here. But see, this is how they write. This is how they put stories together, news articles together for us. And if you don't know the truth, if you don't know what's really going on, You'll pick this article up from Salon and read it, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing, and they're not. Let's, let's read on. In Trump, they found someone whose endless thirst for a fight encouraged them to speak up for themselves, not just in politics, but also in relationships and at work. His rallies turned arenas into modern-day tent revivals, where the preacher and the parishioners engaged in an adrenaline-fueled psychic cleansing brought on by chanting and cheering with 15,000 other like-minded loyalists. You're trying to make anyone who supports President Trump seem crazy. They're not crazy. But look at the language. Look at the wording. Let me, let me read that paragraph again. In Trump, they found someone whose endless thirst for a fight 
encourage them to speak up for themselves, not just in politics, but also in relationships and at work. They're trying to make it seem like President Trump is inspiring these people to go out and cause mayhem and destruction. He's not. I want you to go back and look at the speech on January 6th that President Trump gave and find some language in there that tells me or shows you that he incited that riot. He didn't. You're not going to find it. You've already looked. But anyone in the media who has been following this has heard so many trumped up lies and stories about what happened. And because of Chauncey, De Vega, and Salon magazines all around this country, they're believing those lies. Let's continue on. Trump and his neo-fascist movement inspires such extreme loyalty that his followers are willing to kill or die for him. No one feels that way about Joe Biden and the Democrats. What an exaggeration. What a complete exaggeration. There are people out there who would die for Joe Biden and the Democrats. Uh, it's called the press. The American press. They would love to, to do whatever they needed to do because they're doing it. You can see them doing it every day. They are sucking Joe Biden's behind. They're trying to push him out there, pump him up, make him look good. It makes no sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna read some more because this is this is entertainment for tonight. <clears throat> During his speech in Phoenix, Trump played his familiar roles: bully, mob boss, preacher, public menace, demagogue in waiting, and former president who expects to be returned to power by any means necessary. As General Mark Milley, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, reportedly warned, <clears throat> as General Mark Milley, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, reportedly warned in the weeks after Trump's defeat last November, Trump has channeled the energy and grandiose false claims that propelled Adolf Hitler to power in Germany. These people are so afraid of you as a Trump supporter, they're so afraid of President Trump as a normal human being that they are making the comparison that he has so much power and so much sway over the people that everybody's just doing what he tells them to do. They have no free will. They're just blindly following him, doing everything he says, just like Adolf Hitler. This is further from the truth. But you can't tell that to Chauncey DeVega because he or she, you just don't know. Continuing on, on Saturday night, Donald Trump captivated his audience with a truly Orwellian performance. The event was officially titled Rally to Protect Our Elections. But of course, the 2020 presidential election only required protection from Trump and his allies. Protection against voter suppression, widespread lies, in a subterfuge, an attempted coup against the certification of the electoral votes 
and other attempts to undermine democracy and subvert the people's will. Chauncey used a lot of big words in there. Subterfuge, voter suppression. Interesting. Trump repeatedly claimed his patriotic movement had been betrayed by the Democrats. President Biden, the news media, social media, platforms, and other assorted enemies. He made masterful use of doublespeak, saying, I'm not the one trying to undermine American democracy. I am the one trying to save American democracy. Yes, he is. He definitely is trying to save it. Chauncey goes on to say, he even added a new wrinkle to the big lie narrative, claiming that votes were supposedly rigged, stolen, and otherwise manipulated in Biden's favor. And the truth is to be found in the rooters. The sort of technical sounding detail that is actually nonsense. Adding new details to a conspiracy theory is an effective way of keeping one's audience engaged. <clears throat> Ensuring that the conspiratorial mind finds new channels to follow and new mysteries to be solved. I told you this was, was a very, very entertainingly written article. It's, it's very subjective. You can tell where Chauncey is standing. He or she is making that, that call, that, that decision that President Trump is the devil. Continuing on, Trump's ramped up his vague threats of political violence, mixing the unsettling and the absurd in Vincent's style. So is he threatening violence or is it uh, is he telling the truth? Or is he speaking and you guys are taking his words and twisting? You're taking his words and twisting. Here's some quotes that they pulled from President Trump. Like it or not, we're becoming a communist country. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. We're beyond socialism. President Trump told the truth. Here's another quote Chauncey gave. The survival of our nation depends on holding these responsible. We have to hold those that are responsible for the 2020 presidential election scam. It was a scam, the greatest crime in history, and we have to hold these people accountable. Uh, it's all true. They do need to be held accountable. Another quote that they pulled from President Trump. See, now you're actually getting to the truth of what was actually said, not Chauncey's speculations, not Chauncey's feelings, because they, they do direct quote it. These people are crazy. Whatever happened to cows? Remember they were going to get rid of all the cows? They stopped that. People didn't like that. Remember? You know why they were going to get rid of all the cows? People will be next. Another poor quote. The Biden administration's action is an outrageous insult to the American people and to our country. The United States of America is the most just and virtuous nation in the world, in the history of the world. And I'll tell you, you're not going to have a country very much longer. You're not going to have a country. That's exactly the words of President Trump. Here's, here's the last poll quote they had. 
Our country is being destroyed by people who have no right to destroy it. People that won an election illegally, people that should not have been elected, they lost in a landslide. Joe Biden and the radical Democrats are wrecking our nation. I don't even believe it's him. I honestly don't believe. I don't think Joe's knows. I don't think think Joe knows where the H he is. I'm not going to say that word. (laughs) Well, President Trump says it all the time. I don't think it's him. Crime is surging. Inflation is surging. Their border is gone. We went from the strongest border ever to the weakest border ever. The border is non-existent. Illegal aliens are pouring in in record numbers. Critical race theory is being forced into every facet of our society. Free speech is being crushed. So here we're back to Chauncey's thoughts now. In all, Trump's Phoenix rally was a celebration of lies. White victimology, paranoia, and threatened acts of patriotic revenge and political violence. Such threats or possibilities are a key attribute of fascism. Says who? which proposes scorch-earth tactics to destroy the old social order and create a new one in the image of the leader and the followers. President Trump has said or done no such thing. You're reading from the playbook. You're trying to stir trouble. Chauncey. Chauncey goes on to say, how did the Republic respond to Trump's Phoenix rally? The same public voices who have been soundingly red alert about Trump's neo-fascist movement and its escalating threat to democracy continue to do so. In most important ways, the events of January 6th were just a trial run, a harbinger for worse political violence in months and years ahead. It seems conceivable that the 2022 midterms may be the last free and fair national elections in the United States. And given the Jim Crow Republicans accelerating war on multiracial democracy, that prediction is generous. Too many voices in the media continue to downplay the dangers to democracy represented by Donald Trump, his movement, and the Republican Party. When voices in the mainstream media do speak out, they often lack credibility because they were so late to face the truth about the Trump movement. What's the truth, Chauncey? What's the truth? They may express a warm male, but it's not clear that has, but it's not clear that has much, if any, impact on public consciousness. The House has been on fire for several years, and now the professional smart people and others with a prominent public platform are finally screaming for help. It is far too late for such belated sounds of alarm to have a real impact on the public's consciousness. Liberal schadenfreude was in full blown on social media, which saw a torrent of mockery directed at Trump and his followers, often describing them as ignorant rubes or losers. But laughter will not save America from Trumpism. Thank you. It's only gonna be God. There is no such thing as Trumpism. I just, the way this is written is so, 
it just tells that this person just has such a hatred for anything that is good or right or perfect in the United States. All right. Chauncey goes on to say, in a recent conversation with Salon, physician and psychoanalyst, Dr. Justin Frank, author of Trump on the Couch, described this kind of laughter in the face of Trumpism as unhealthy humor and defensive in nature. God. God. <sighs> it's defending against anxiety and fear. Specifically, it is a defensive use of contempt. Through it, people can demean and insult Donald Trump, which in turn means they don't have to be afraid of him. One of the ways a person can express contempt is through laughter. Thus, it is a denial of one's vulnerability because contempt means the other person is harmless. Therefore, he or she cannot hurt you. In that way, Trump is made into a pathetic fool. If I laugh, it's not going to hurt me. So this is their new strategy now from Dr. Frank, Justin, Justin Frank. They're going to pretend that the things that President Trump is saying are, are not affecting them because they're going to start laughing when he says it. This is the, the dumbest piece of advice that any human being can give. You can laugh all you want to. It's not over for President Trump. All right, here's this next piece of advice. Ultimately, defensive contempt is a way of dismissing Trump's dangerousness. However, that type of contempt toward Trump is really an attack on reality. It is also an attack on one's own perception because you have actually undermined your own ability to understand just how dangerous Donald Trump is. So now he's telling you not to laugh because you're not being based in reality in understanding how dangerous he really is. All right, here's Chauncey. Six years into the age of Trump, the American people cannot claim ignorance of Trump and his movement. They have been warned repeatedly. They have witnessed the consequences on Twitter. Former Republican strategist Steve Smith offered these observations after Trump's Phoenix rally. So let me, I'm guessing this person here is probably going to be a rhino, Republican in name only, and he's probably somebody that the Democrats like. So let's see what Mr. Smith says. Ignoring Trump is not an option. Looking away is not an option. Trump is the 2024 presumptive nominee of the Grand Old Party. His insanity, conspiracy theories, rage, grievance, and lying are dangerous. His words tonight teem with menace and imitations of violence, yet he remains unchallenged, unchallenged except that Liz Cheney and that Rep Kinzinger will defy him. He is in complete and total command of the Republican Party, and he is waging war on the idea of American democracy. We are at the most dangerous moment in this nation's history since the Civil War. Trump is unstable, unfit, and adult, yet he could be the 47th president. If that happens, we lose the country. We lose our democracy. 
you just, you just wish. You wish. <sighs> All right, two more paragraphs. Chauncey. Famed Watergate journalist Carl Bernstein told CNN's reliable sources on Sunday that Trump exhibits a kind of delusional madness, such as General Molly was talking about. That's on a scale and a scope that we have never experienced in an American president in our history. I think we need to calmly step back and maybe look at Trump in a different context. He is our own American war criminal of a kind we've never experienced before. So now, is he not only Adolf Hitler, is he not only leading people astray, now he's a war criminal. Last paragraph from Chauncey. All Donald Trump has to do to, to command more political violence is to tell his followers the place, date, and time. Can anyone doubt they will eagerly follow his orders? The rest of the American people will be shocked. The mainstream news media would tell readers and viewers that this was unprecedented and unimaginable, and that no one could have imagined such a thing in America. Democratic leadership would bray on about bipartisanship, democratic institutions, norms, and rules. Such reactions are a choice, born of a willful ignorance and learned helplessness, a choice that may well do American democracy. Y'all, that was Chauncey. Chauncey DeVega, offering up an opinion on President Donald Trump. They're mad. The only thing that I can tell you is that they're mad. They got their way, they're not happy, and they're still mad. They're still harassing people. They're still trying to get them to move to their viewpoint. If they liked your viewpoint, they would have been there from day one. But they didn't like it. They saw what it is doing to our country, and they're not going to have it. The silent majority is silent no more. But when you have people like Chauncey DeVega in this salon periodical magazine that's on the line, telling their lies, telling all their little fibs, you're just asking for trouble. This has been Radiant Fire Radio. I hope you understand what I'm trying to tell you. You cannot trust these people. We are committed to excellence and truth. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you as we go forth in this endeavor in this hour. We pray that God would be with you. His prophetic mantle and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.